You're listening to Witch Wednesdays, your weekly podcast source for all things witchcraft in the modern world. Welcome back to Witch Wednesdays. I'm Steph, and I have a guest here with me today. You know that on this podcast, I love being able to share different stories and give voices to my listeners um, so they can share the path that they've been on. So that is what we're going to be up to today. But I'm going to let my guest go ahead and introduce himself and let you know where you can find him online. Hi, I my name is Crow Moon. I'm a solitary Wiccan in Southern Arizona, and I'm also a certified yoga teacher, Reiki and Crystal Reiki uh, practitioner. I'm a writer and a musician. That is a full list. <laughs> I stay busy, but I like that. <laughs> I like that. <laughs> There's something that is, you know, interesting about you is your background of sort of like where you came from in regards to religion and then finding the craft sort of later in life. So I would love for you to share your story with the audience. Of course. Uh, yes, I was raised in a Christian home and never really resonated with me. So I went along basically pretending and I did this for the majority of my life. And I would go from denomination to denomination. And I kept pretending until one day I just uh, walked away altogether. And I was doing just fine on my own. I wasn't looking for any spiritual path. I was just basically taking a breather. And that's when I enrolled several years ago in yoga teacher training. And I think that was actually the catalyst because we would study energy, mudras, and chakras and uh, when I would do outside study on things, particularly chakras, I always came across something that was related to Wicca. And so I started reading it, and I read more and more and listened to talks. And probably the pivotal moment was for, for me was when I discovered the wheel of the year. It just hit me between the eyes because it was something, it was the first thing that I could spiritually totally get my arms around and uh, because I can see it I can feel it it just made complete sense and from there there was just no going back I love that I think the wheel of the year is a great introduction for a lot of people since it mirrors sort of the cycles that we are going through and people can recognize that in nature and see it happening absolutely and um, I also discovered that uh, as I've been practicing um, I find it important for me at least to eat with the seasons and eat foods that are associated with the seasons. And through um, gardening, which I've come to enjoy, I that also is a link for me to the wheel of the year because I can see nature in, in kind of a small space. Now, how did you find, you know, sort of starting out and coming to the practice as you know, someone who is a little bit older, because I think a lot of witches lately are getting into it in their teens and twenties. And that was not your story at all. No, not at all. Um, it, uh, it's only been like, uh, four years now, but, um, when I would research things online, um, every time that led to buying another book and, uh, I've been reading more over the past four years than I think I have my entire life. <laughs> I mean, I, I am the same way. I, the, the more that I read, the more I want to read. Like I just keep finding books. Exactly. It's kind of an addiction now. 
It is. It is. I have to yeah. remind myself that my hobby is reading books, not buying books, because I am guilty, guilty on that front. Exactly. And I've got them in print and I've got them on my iPad. So um, I just can't get away from it. Great. There's just so much good information out there. Did you find then maybe that was a little easier than if you had started in the 90s, early 2000s, that now there's like this extra information out there for you to find? I think it was. It is definitely easier, and um, of course, there's more books out there that are available, um, very good quality, very good authors, and there's also a lot of um, great information online. Very true. Do you have any that were particularly helpful for you? Any sort of resources that um, were helpful to you that weren't geared to sort of like a young, a really young audience? Because I did get that question came up um, when I asked the survey of like, well, what if you come to this later in life? Is there still a space for you? Where can you learn? Uh, are you, would, do you want me to mention a particular title or? Yeah, absolutely. Well, I absolutely love uh, everything that Llewellyn puts out, but I think um, two of my go-tos are um, the Sabbath Almanac and the one that really um, I reach for all the time is Intuitive Witchcraft by Astraea Taylor. Oh, yes. I just read that one for the first time, maybe last month. It's so good. It is an excellent book. I don't know why it took me so long to find that one, but th that's a great, yes, yeah, great resource. Definitely a good find. So let's chat a little bit about Reiki because you mentioned that, and that is something I've mentioned in passing on my podcast, but have never talked about what that even is. Yes, I, I became fascinated with it as I was um, taking my yoga teacher training. And so I enrolled in a course. And after Reiki level one, I was just like, I was amazed at uh, how much energy and how much healing energy that we possess and we can share with others. And so then when I got my attunement, it was just the most amazing thing I've ever experienced. I just slept through the entire night and woke up feeling like a new person. Okay. Wow. Sounds interesting. Maybe I need to look more into that. <laughs> it, it's very healing and it's, it's very comforting. So can anybody do that? Absolutely. Everybody has Reiki energy. It's just, it's very much like witchcraft. I believe that we all have the power in us. It's just some of us spend a lot uh, or maybe too much time researching it. But uh, with Reiki, yes, everybody can do it. Uh, you just have to fine tune uh, your skills and your ability. And how long did that sort of practice take you to learn to get to where you are now? It took me, um, well, the initial training was um, all in total, because I went through all three levels, uh, about a month. But, um, you know, we, we learn as we go. So I would say probably four to six months. Oh, that's that's not bad at all. I thought that was going to be a much longer process. <laughs> oh, no, no. Uh, that was yoga. That was 800 hours. Eight, 800 hours of yoga? What? <laughs> I went I went the, the full way. Oh, wow. That's such a long time. It, you know, it didn't seem like it at the time. And uh, now that it's behind me, it's just it, no big deal. I could not even imagine. I mean... Obviously, to spend 800 hours on something, you have to love it. I, oh, I do. I do very much. 
And like I said, a, a lot of people that when I started taking yoga classes, they would say, oh, yoga is a, a gateway into Hinduism. And um, that's certainly not true. But I found it for me, it was actually a gateway into Wicca. Yeah, I have I've heard both. I know there is religion based behind that, but that it opens the door to a lot of different spiritualities for people. Exactly. It most certainly does. Even if it's just so welcoming and open. Yes. Even if it's just yoga itself that you're going into, um, there's a very positive benefit. So what now that you have been practicing for a while, what are some things that you do sort of maybe regularly, maybe daily within your practice? Are there any sort of spells or rituals that you like to do every day? Don't do a spell every day. Um, I do some form of ritual. Uh, every Sabbath, of course, um, every uh, full and new moon, I, I'll do a ritual. And then um, I wrote a meditation about uh, the Wiccan altar. And um, every day I stand in um, a peaceful silence in front of the altar and just meditate. For how long? Oh, usually half an hour. Wow. that I mean, that's a good amount of time to dedicate. It is. And um, again, it just um, makes me feel better. Uh, when I first got into the craft and I learned about altars, of course, my mind went back to the Christian church. And then I realized that in Wicca, the altar isn't some place that you go to confess your sins. It's a place of peace. I agree with that. And I, I come from that Christian background, too, that that was a hard thing for me to learn or unlearn, really. Exactly. There's a lot of unlearning, but it's a very pleasant unlearning. Yeah. And I think that there is no time frame on when you have to do that in life. You can come to that conclusion whenever it works for you. I totally agree. Uh, but I, I mean, I know that some people are able to find paganism and witchcraft earlier in life, but I know plenty of folks who have started later and found just as many benefits and have grown so much as you have in just a few years. I would rather have found it later than not have found it at all. Agree completely. So what is a two-part question? What is your current favorite Sabbath to celebrate? And do you have any difficulty in Southern Arizona? Like, I don't even know what the seasons are like there. Do you have all the seasons? We do have all the seasons. Um, that's a great question. Uh, people <laughs> don't realize that we do have all four seasons. I've never the, been. <laughs> the, the big difference is they just kind of um, shift very quickly. For example, uh, it's spring here. Last week we had snow. Today it's 80 degrees. I didn't even know you get snow in Southern Arizona. <laughs> About every four years, we get snow on, on the valley, and um, it's interesting because everything just stops. Everyone stops working, and they're all out with their phones taking pictures because it's such an event. <laughs> I believe it. Yeah, but up here in the north, we're like, eh, snow, whatever, go to work. <laughs> exactly. But as far as Sabbaths, I'm, I can't choose just one. I'll have to say two. Of course, Samhain, but uh, I'm very fond of Yule because that was the first Sabbath I celebrated. I love Yule. That's my favorite too. I have to say, those are two great ones. So I don't blame you at all. They are, and um, I just love um, everything about um, Yule, the peacefulness, and uh, the foods, and just that time. 
do you have any typical Yule weather or is it still warm there? It can be warm. Uh, you, you can most likely get by wearing a t-shirt, but uh, wow. the evenings, yeah, the evenings get cool. Oh, that's, that, yeah, that's a whole new world for me because it's always freezing here. There's, um, there's never snow at Yule. That's, wow. That, yeah, that's, that's definitely new for me. Do you find then that you struggle at all with like some of the books and resources that are written from the perspective of like the British Celtic sort of area and that, that not matching up with what you're experiencing? No, I, uh, in fact, uh, when I read things like that, that, that actually provides my snow. Oh, that's a good way of looking at it. It helps me to visualize it, but, um, yeah, we, but even though it's always mostly warm around here, we can feel the seasons changing and I go out and take nature walks and I see the leaves changing, the trees changing. And, uh, right now the birds are coming out and singing, so but we definitely have signs of Ostara. Oh, that's nice. We don't. <laughs> it snowed here today. Oh my goodness. So uh, not so many. I mean, we, we do have a couple. It is it is coming, um, but it's, it's still really cold here. And I know that there are always a few deceptive nice days in the beginning of March. And I'm like, oh, yes, okay, spring is here. And then like the day after St. Patrick's Day, it snows. <laughs> no, it's not. Just kidding. Exactly. Yes, I was in an online circle uh, not too long ago. And I was just astounded when people were saying, oh, it's still snowing here. And I'm like, okay. <laughs> like, I, I'm in a t-shirt. It's 80 degrees. <laughs> Exactly. Well, that is a good follow-up to what I was going to ask you is, do you practice completely solitary Wicca or do you have a group that you ever do things with? I am completely solitary, except that um, I do join an online circle once a month for full moon, which I find um, very refreshing and um, look forward to seeing everyone. But other than that, I'm, I'm on my own. How does that work? The online circle. Oh, uh, we log in on Zoom um, once a month for full moon. And uh, there's poetry and readings and discussions. And it's a very nice time. Oh, that's a great idea. I enjoy it. A little bit of community as well. And it's not just you on your own. Exactly. And it's something I always look forward to, even though I'm very comfortable practicing by myself. Every once in a while, you know, once a month, it's really nice. Yeah, and then you can chat with other like-minded people. Have you found any, you know, in person that you chat with or that know that you are a Wicca or do you not share that? I, I typically keep it private and unless uh, I'm comfortable discussing it. That's a good question, though, because one day I was um, coming home. I was riding the bus. And interestingly enough, I had just gone to pick out some pine sprigs for Yule. And it was a time when we were all wearing masks, and I had one that has a crow on it. And the lady sitting across from me said, um, hey, I really like your mask. And I said, oh, thanks. I, I just really like crows. And I felt there was going to be some kind of religious lecture coming on. The next thing she says is, oh, my sister and I love crows too, but that's because we're Wiccan. And oh I, took my my, and I, I pulled my pentacle out from my shirt, and I said, Mary meet, sister. And she just lit up and we had a wonderful conversation. 
oh, that's that's such a sweet story. You never know how those are going to end. <laughs> and it was interesting, too, because she also found Wicca later in life. So we had quite a bit to talk about. Oh, that's so nice. How fun that she was just like, oh, yeah, we like crows, too, because we're Wiccan. <laughs> <laughs> it totally blew me away. That is, that is a very confident woman right there to start a conversation like that. Yeah, but I felt very comfortable um, sharing that with her. Uh, but other than that, in times like that, uh, it's not something I go around uh, talking about because there's still too many stigmas out there, and I just don't want that attached to me. Yeah, that's fair enough. How is the sort of climate there in Arizona for those type of things? I'm in a big city, so they are welcoming of everything here. In southern Arizona, um there's it, it's a very tolerant um climate um people there's all walks of life um all different faiths all different paths and everybody just seems to get along so i i don't see a lot of um prejudice or judgment oh that's good yeah it's very good it's um a very welcoming uh area and people just kind of live and let live oh, i always like to hear that and we even have a few witchcraft stores here, which is nice. Oh, you do? Oh, that's my favorite. I love those. Um, I, can, I could spend days. <laughs> days and lots of money. Yes, that is always a problem. Always. <laughs> going for one thing. I'm like, I'm just going to buy a candle today and it never works. No, you. there's no such thing as one thing. No, it's like $100 later and I have like a bag full of stuff. <laughs> what, did, what just happened? I blacked out. I feel your pain. <laughs> Do you have any advice that you could give for beginners that are coming to the Wiccan religion for the first time? I think the best advice I could give is read, read, read. Uh, you can't study enough. Uh, just uh, check books out of the library if you don't want to buy them. Uh, but keep reading. Uh, meditate. Pay attention to nature. Go out and take nature walks. Uh, I always say that um, when I go to church, I just walk out outside. And I think those are the best things that anybody seeking the path can do starting out and going forward. Agree completely. Uh, can you explain, I know that this is popular in witchcraft in general, so maybe my listeners already know this, but can you explain what earthing is? Yes, and it's something I practice. Earthing I know is, that. <laughs> is grounding and connecting with the earth by, if you go out in, into nature, take your shoes off and put your feet directly on the ground. I try to do that. And then I just, I have socks on all the time. I just can't bring myself to do it, but I know how important it is. It is very important because you can draw that energy up from the earth. Now, a disclaimer, I want to say that anybody trying this, be sure that it's uh, an area where there's not any broken glass or anything. But um, other than that, it is a wonderful way to connect. I do it every day. Every day. Wow. Well, you do have nicer weather there, so it's a little easier. <laughs> it, it's, it's very easy to do here. Although that is a popular thing lately of like ice baths and, and stepping out into the snow. And I'm just like, I like the cold, but not like that, guys. <laughs> not for me. I'm too spoiled. I, I can't do cold. <laughs> I could imagine. Yeah. But that that is a good practice. I know that that is very popular with witches, but I know it is particularly popular in Wicca 
It is. And uh, even if you don't feel comfortable walking like that, sometimes I'll simply just sit um, with my back um, to a tree and have my feet planted on the ground. And I, I consider that kind of a double dose because uh, the tree is also drawing up earth energy. Yeah, that's, I, I tried to, I love working with trees. I think trees have such great energy. Like each one is so different. Trees are amazing and they have their own personalities. And it. I just feel privileged when I go out to walk among them. Yeah, they feel like they each have their own story. I mean, because they're so old, most of them. They totally do, yes. So are do you have any examples of, besides earthing, of easy things that people could do if they wanted to start going down the path of like trying out Wicca and see if that works for them? Um, or, you know, sort of easy daily routines, daily practices that they might be able to try? I would most certainly suggest uh, nature walks. And one of the things that I enjoy doing is feeding the birds uh, almost every day. Just go out and leave something for them. Uh, take a moment, hold space with nature, um, be in awe of nature, and um, let that energy come into you and absorb it. Because Wicca is very, it, it is a nature-based religion. Yes, in fact, when I do talk about it with people, I always say that I don't, it is a religion, but I prefer to refer to it as a relationship. Oh, that's nice. So you work with the god and goddess energy? I do, yes. So what is that like then in your nature practice? Is that just going outside and, and having a chat with them? It is, and um, keeping a relationship with both the sun and the moon and um, holding space with those energies um, and also through meditation, yes. Which is quite a bit different than Christianity. Very different. Uh, again, I I wasn't, when I was in that faith, I, I didn't feel the relationship that I do in Wicca because it's just very tangible and it it just makes total sense to me. I agree. It didn't make Christianity didn't make sense to me either. Uh, but there are just there are so many different ways to practice Wicca and be learn about the Wiccan religion. Like everybody that I talk to is so different in that. So I'd like to hear everybody's ways that they work with sort of with that energy. Well, that's one of the things that I really enjoy most about Wicca is that there are it's all basically the same thing, but uh, there's uh, people, people do their own thing. And I really enjoy that. Me too. That's something that I appreciate about Wicca and witchcraft in general, is that everybody's sort of open to everyone else doing their own thing. <laughs> exactly. And, um, you know, we can all still learn from each other. And uh, uh, it, it's, it's just very, um, very freeing to me. Now, if somebody wanted to get started in the Reiki and crystal healing side of things, how could they go about that? There's a number of um, really good online resources that you can you can actually take the classes online. Those became very popular over the past few years. Um, you can also look locally. There's some um, different, I, I know here, 
there's some uh, Reiki practitioners that offer certification. So you've got a couple of options. Can Is there a way to just have somebody else do Reiki healing for you, or do you have to get certified? Uh, if you if you go to a certified practitioner, they can do the healing for you. Uh, and in fact, you don't even have to be there. You can do something called distance Reiki uh, if the practitioner is open to that. And um, I've had it done on me, and uh, I can assure you it works. Really? I've never heard of that. But that, I mean, it sounds interesting. Yes, uh, the practitioner that um, did my attunement, it was distance. And she just asked for a photograph of me because she likes to visualize um, the person as she's giving the Reiki energy. And uh, it worked. I could feel it. Oh, I'm going to have to look more into that. I think that would be a really interesting sort of practice. It's very good. And uh, when I've had uh, work done on my chakras, uh, when the practitioner would get above my third eye, I could see uh, purple with my eyes closed. And it, it's it's an undeniable energy. Wow. Well, I would love to chat about a couple of the things that you offer because uh, you have a website, you have a YouTube. Um, so I'd love to just chat quickly about what are some of the things that you offer through all of those platforms? Oh, of course. I, uh, I do uh, offer yoga and meditation online, um, mostly meditation. And um, my other sites are basically, I, I do have an Instagram for um, um, connecting with people. And um, my YouTube channel is for my music. I've started um, over the past few years writing some um, Wiccan-inspired music, I will say. And uh, I've really been enjoying that. Yeah, I've, I've been listening to some of the things on your, on your YouTube. Um, I, how did you get into that? Uh, that's a good story. That's a good, a good story. I um, I started out as, believe it or not, a uh, dance music DJ and producer, and then over the past few years, that um, landscape sort of changed. So, I started writing my my new material, and then one day, my wife and I were at the pool, and we heard a crow up above us, and I said. Where is it? I can't see it. She said, it's in the tree over there, the one that looks like a Yule tree. And then she paused and said, you should write a song about that, a crow in the Yule tree. And I thought, okay, yeah, well, later. And she kept going on and on about it. She said, you really should do this. So I got up and I got a notepad and came back and I started scoring it out. And there came the song. Oh, wow. <laughs> so we have your wife to thank, really. Exactly. It was all her fault. <laughs> No, but I really, I like it. It's like, it's nice to have, you know, during like rituals or just to sort of get in the mindset of spell and ritual time. Um, but it, that's a great thing that you offer on your YouTube channel because it's totally free. Yes, I enjoy it very much. I, I love creating music. And I think the best thing about it is um, if you're Wiccan, it'll resonate with you. But if you're not Wiccan, you can still enjoy it just as much. Yes, absolutely. Because I'm I'm not Wiccan, and I still enjoy that. But that's it's nice of you to share that sort of with the world. <laughs> I enjoy it very much. And then you have um, circles as well. You 
have the crow's nest? Yes, uh, that's a part of my Udemy. Uh, it's, it's just a, a group of people who uh, are like-minded and uh, enjoy the meditations I offer. That's nice. So you can, you know, join that group, listeners, if this sounds like something that interests you, if you are also this, you know, enjoying the Sabbaths and the lunar cycles. I wish I would do more with the lunar cycles. I really need to be better about that. It's on my task list. <laughs> I I resonate with the moon. So it's just kind of automatic to me. Sometimes I'll catch myself and say, oh, uh, it's new moon tonight. But uh, the full moon is something I always look forward to. Um, typically make a special dinner and uh, do ritual here at home. You know, it is something that I enjoy when I think about it and, and plan for it. Uh, and, and so I really need to do that more because then when it sneaks up on me, then I get flustered and I'm like, now I like feel like I'm sort of rushing things or feeling like I need to, like I'm putting unnecessary pressure on myself. So I don't, I don't like when I do that to myself. Exactly. And like I said, the moon has always resonated with me ever since I was um, a boy. I, I don't know why. Well, I guess I do now. And um, when I became Wiccan, I was pretty sure I wasn't going to take a craft name. Uh, and, and I was fine with that. Then one day I was taking a walk and a group of crows landed right in front of me and just stared at me. <laughs> And it was just the wildest thing I've ever experienced. And I'm, I, I, I still see it vividly in my mind. So I figured, okay, they, they picked me. And so add in the moon and we got Crow Moon. And it's a great name. <laughs> they, they really did. I, I have never heard of crows doing that. So they really did pick you. It, it was the wildest thing I have ever seen. And it's, it's not happened since, but uh, I, it was very moving. Yeah, I bet that was something else to watch. I I love crows. Crows and their history, their behavior, their societies. The crows are just amazing. We have um, several of them right here in the neighborhood. Um, they've got a nest in a tree not too far from our front door. And uh, it's, it's great to go out every day and just see what they're doing. They're so smart. They're incredibly intelligent. Um, I've read a couple books on crows. And I've learned that um, people who tried to capture them, uh, they developed a memory and they uh, recognize that is a bad person. And then they also recognize that is a good person for like, I, I saw a story about a, a girl who would leave food out for them. And then all of a sudden they started bringing her gifts on her patio, like keys and uh, all sorts of things that they would find in nature. That, that's so sweet. It was really neat to watch. Uh, of course, now I don't want that happening to me. But <laughs> No, I do know that they they remember faces. I am always, I feed all of the animals when I go outside. Like I'm always bringing oats and seeds and stuff because I'm like, I'm not taking any chances, guys. Like I'm a good one. Like don't recognize my face as being good. Exactly. Well, no, they know you're good. If uh, I think, I think if they see you um, or a person being um, responsible and good to nature, uh, that puts you on the good list. I hope so. So I, I do know how smart they are, and I have heard that, that they like remember your face, which is they, just, it's so fascinating. They have an incredible memory. I love that. 
Well, before we wrap up here, I want to thank you so much for being here and just sharing your story and chatting all about Wicca and Sabbaths and everything else. I appreciate your time. Thank you for the opportunity. It's it's an honor, and um, I hope this helps anyone who is seeking. Thank you. Yeah, I, I know it will because everybody resonates with different stories and coming to different paths at different times in their life. So it's really nice to get different voices on here to that span all of those different areas. Well, I appreciate that. And when I post uh, talks online, my um, main motivation is because when I was seeking, I was alone and um, I got there, but I want to put out the resources that I wanted to be available when I was looking. Yeah, and listeners, I will have everything linked so you can go check that out if you're interested in checking out the music or joining the group, any of those things, just so you can get an idea because that would be a really great community and it sounds like you are very opening and welcoming to newbies. <laughs> so I know that is appreciated. Absolutely. Well, listeners, that is everything that I have for this week. I will see you next week. Need even more? Subscribe to Patreon and YouTube for exclusive bonus content. Order a themed witchcraft box every month through Witch Wednesdays on Etsy. Be sure to follow on Instagram at Witch Wednesdays Podcast. Find all these links and more at witchwednesdays.com.